Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It is hour two of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Am I right? So right, lady. Got some music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Uh, yeah, it is. Thank you. Here's the sitch. I saw the story about Sinead O'Connor who um, passed away this week. Um, apparently, she left instructions for her children if she were to die suddenly. And it's kind of like a sad commentary on the music business. This was in an interview two years ago where she said, I've always instructed my children since they were very small. If your mother drops dead tomorrow... Before you call 911, call my accountant and make sure the record companies don't start releasing my records and not telling you where the money is. Oh. She said, when the artists are dead, they're much more valuable than when they're alive. Tupac has released way more albums since he died than he ever did alive. So it's kind of gross what record companies do. She even said that... um, I guess, you know, she she wasn't a big fan of Prince as a person, but she said it made her angry to see people, quote unquote, raping his vault. So she's got three kids, a 36 year old, a 27 year old and a 16 year old. And of course, the son who passed away not that long ago, at the age of 17. But that's probably what's going to happen. You know, they're going to start releasing there's going to be, a, you know, always, there's a, always a renewed interest or he, a curiosity after someone dies. Even if mom writes writes that, do the kids follow through? Doesn't it feel that would be a difficult thing to do? You know, mom found unresponsive. Hang on before we yeah, notify anyone. We got to get Capitol Records on the line. or Right. I understand her sentiment, what she's what she's saying there. And yeah. The, as you said, commentary on the state of affairs from her perspective in the record industry. But Right, right. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, Sinead O'Connor, police are still investigating her death. They are not treating it as suspicious. Uh, but, you know, at the time of her death, though, kind of interesting. She was finishing up a new album. She was plotting a tour. And she was working on a possible biopic. Huh. So had a lot going on. It just, you know, 
I think there's a lot of speculation as to how she died, of course. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, oh my gosh, Ellen's DJ. Twitch. Twitch. Mm. You know, he dies unexpectedly by suicide, and he had all these things in the works. Yeah. So, I, I just, I hope it's not that. I hope it's not that. Uh, <sighs> Tough stuff. Let's go to something upbeat. I have it. Okay. Who and is I have the, something to do. Who is... Bozy, bozy, bop. Who's the richest Jonas brother? And you might already have a guess, but I'd like you to guess the net worth as well. I have the uh, the top three Jonas brothers. Uh, so we got... There's a Frank Jonas as well, I understand. Oh, and there's Ooh. a Kevin. Yeah, we got... Yeah, Frank is not in this rundown. Okay, so it's it's... Kevin, it's Joe, and it is uh, what's his face? Uh, Nick. Nick. Yeah. He's he's a real cute one. Kevin, Joe, Nick. Uh, I'm going to say Nick. Nick are, Jonas. All right. A guess the net worth. <sighs> Were these guys who did the documentary? No. Okay, I am going to guess. I think they did. Oh, with how they weren't making a lot of money for a while, or is that Backstreet? Well, that's insane. That's insane. insane. But okay. they they did a uh, a Jonas Brothers. Okay, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that it is Nick, and his net worth is twenty seven million dollars. Half credit. Nick is. Woo! The richest Jonas ding, ding, brother. Ding, 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 ding. A net worth of $70 million. Oh, wow. Wow, that's good. In that's addition rich. to music, he's released successful solo albums. He's appeared in several movies and TV shows. Started fashion lines and launched his own tequila. Oh, he has? I did not know about that's the te- That's tequila. Tequila. Wow. All right, Kevin or Joe? Who's next in line for the next richest Joe bro? Joe. Girl two for two. Yeah. Joe Jonas is has a net worth of $50 million. He has a solo career and a side band called DNCE. Mm-hmm. He also does some acting and hosting. In last place. Kev. Kevin. How embarrassing. He's worth $40 million. That's not bad. Plus, he had the reality show. Outside of music, he has a real estate company. Okay, there it is. A social social media firm and other businesses. Good for him. I guess there is uh, Frankie Jonas as well. Do we have his net worth? We don't, and and it would be... Whatever mom and dad makes. Donna. What? <laughs> what? What does Frank do, though? Is he just at a... Is he... I shouldn't say just. I'm sorry. It, does he work at a traditional office building? And they're like, hey, Frank, can you come in here? Did you uh, make a copy of this? You, uh, this rundown here? It's great. There's a great episode of The Office where Michael Scott leaves. Steve Carell, he leaves. He's no longer there. He left the show. Idris Elba comes in as a part-time boss. Oh, no, this is, this is a tie-over. Steve Carell went over and started the Michael Scott Paper Company. Point is, John Krasinski's character, Jim, was now working under a new boss, Idris Elba, who was really straight-laced, serious dude. Of course, all the ladies thought he was super dreamy. 
And he said, uh, hey, Jim, can you uh, get me a copy of that rundown by the end of the day? And he was like, yeah, uh-huh. And then it cuts to him, you know, talking to camera like, what is a rundown? <laughs> and then the rest of the day, he calls his dad, tries yeah, to ask what a rundown funny. is. It was good. He's like, good, you should watch it. I should watch it. That and 30 Rock. I have another um, lovely story. Okay. This one involves Snoop Dogg. Ever heard of him? He is the latest celebrity to donate to a GoFundMe campaign for an elderly woman battling over her family's land. So um, he made a $10,000 donation to a woman named Josephine Wright, whose 1.8 acre parcel of land uh, in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. She is at the center of a legal battle with developers, and the land has been in this woman's um, husband's family since the Civil War. And Snoop said, I did it from my heart. She reminds me of my mother and my grandmother. She's being sued by a developer who claimed that her satellite dish, her shed, and her screened-in porch were delaying the construction of a planned, like, new development because it was encroaching on their property. She filed a countersuit saying uh, she's alleging them of a constant barrage of tactics of intimidation and harassment, trespassing, and uh, in an effort to get her to sell her property. And, well, that makes me sad. Yeah. That sucks. What if somebody, like, knocked on your door and was like, hey, come and knock it out, door. Hey, guys, let's go down to the Regal Beagle and get a drink. Um, what if they said, hey, we're knocking all these homes down and building a highway to come through here? That would be a bad door knock. Yeah, that'd be bad. I'd be like, oh, hell no. I thought getting sold a bug control service was bad. Yeah, that's bad, too. Yeah, just talk to Mike, two doors down. Guys, we're on to you. Stop with that one. Yeah. One of my favorite things now is saying, I'm turning into an old man. Because my favorite thing is turning into saying no to solicitors who think they're going to talk me down and do all their tricks. And I come at them with such a firm, I should say decisive, no, of we're not even going anywhere. I don't care what you're selling. I love you. I respect you. I want to be cognizant of your time and my time. On to the next one because no business is being done here. I thank you. Frank Jonas attempting to carve out his own spot in the music industry. And yeah, singer and, you know, what used to be called bonus Jonas. And then he was like, guys, I don't really love that. And uh, went through some dark times and now is coming out trying to get his own spot. Let's go. Great. Congratulations. Woo. All right. When we come back, what do you want to do? Let me talk to you about some travel stuff. Maybe airline bathrooms could be getting quite a bit bigger. Yes. I'll tell you the story about that and when you could see it. Love and it. would you take a 42-day cruise? I will tell you, you'll 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 port out of Florida. I'll let you know where you'll end up on this 42-day cruise when we come back. A little travel talk. What is this, my travel, Donna? Uh, it's a play okay. on words. Sorry. We'll be back. All right. All right. We're back. And we appreciate you listening this Friday to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Let's talk airplanes. No. Airplane bathrooms are so small. 
Mike, you're a bigger guy than I. You're probably like 6'4", broad-shouldered. Oh, yeah. I don't do well in bathrooms. It's a real space situation. Often I'm peeing with my neck bent. How do you do in there? Not well. <laughs> Take care of it before I go and hopefully don't have to get up during the flight. Yeah. That's oh. not good. I feel like I always have to, but man, it's, it is brutal. They're just so tiny, those little airplane lavatories. Just got to do a lot of shimmying. Just kind of shimmy in there. Yeah, and there's like a little bracing, too, as you're standing of like, maybe I need to get my feet a little bit wider in case we hit turbulence. It's just a lot. There's always some kind of situation in the bathroom. Like, you could tell a big dude was in there because there's pee on the toilet. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. (laughs) The Department of Transportation has just announced a new rule that will require airlines to make restrooms large enough for two people. Yes. Love it. Print. It is uh, not like going to be fancy. This is not going to be a double vanity situation. The purpose is to make at least one restroom on each aircraft large enough for passengers with disabilities and their attendants to enter and to be able to maneuver with space. Hmm. Larger aircraft with two aisles, they already have special wheelchair accessible restrooms. That's been required since 1990. This will make it so that smaller planes, which feels like is virtually every plane in the sky right now, will have one aisle, that have one aisle, they will have them as well. So wheelchair bound travelers, this would be great news. Uh, because like Mike's talking about, sometimes they're like, okay, do I just not drink anything leading up to the flight, but you really want to stay hydrated up there. Oh, yeah. Because it dehydrates you when you go in that high elevation and you're stuck in that cabin. Tough. It's a tough sitch. And sometimes, you know, if you're someone who uh, is uh, gets around in a wheelchair, you might be thinking, you know what? Maybe let's not fly. I don't don't want to be in that situation. Um, Oh, that's... I didn't even think of that. Oh, wow. Airlines have 10 years to comply, which would be 2033. Unclear if they'll be forced to retrofit their current fleet. Fleet. For now, it sounds like it would mainly apply to planes ordered 10 years from now. But I guess it's it's positive news. Yeah. But then if is. they order them in 10 years, then it's not going to be ready for like another five years. I mean, 15 years from now, chances of us both being alive. Being alive. Mm. Thanks, Steve. I'm not, I didn't give odds. Each of us, you know, <laughs> never know. We could both die today. It's true. It's true. Isn't that it's it? true. How about that? How about the fact that we all get up with the reality of we could die today? We could. In a var- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I have different ways. Oh, absolutely. Let's let's give a <laughs> let's give a rundown of all the ways we could die today. I someone once said, "Imagine drowning." And to me, as a kid, they told me this, and I've never forgotten it. Imagine drowning in peanut butter. Imagine if you fell into headfirst into a pool of peanut butter. Oh, I suppose it's possible. No, I don't think it I is. I think if you're working at the peanut butter plant <laughs> and you've got to climb the stairs, right, to the big vat. Of nut butter up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what if, I don't know, you lost your footing and you topple <laughs> in head first. That's not a good way to die. Even if you get out of it, you still got all the peanut butter all up in your nose. And, and it's not like it would notify anyone. It's not going to make a splash. No, it's going to be like a, or a, or a, you know, like a soft landing. I think it would be almost silent if you fell, if you <laughs> even pencil dived into a pool of peanut butter, no one would hear you. That but that'd probably be purely silent because peanut butter is so thick. Right. And in this case, if we filled a pool with it, uh-huh. it's like sound foam. It would be like right. jumping into a foam pit. You're no right. one's going to hear it. If you're just joining us, yes, they do just give these radio shows to anybody. Yeah, we won a call-in contest a while back, and here we are. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I, yeah, I would, I would prefer to not uh-huh. drown. Or be in a fire. I wish I could talk to, this is a very serious thing. I'm not making light of this at all. I genuinely, curiously, don't you wish you could talk to dead people to learn a little bit more about what it felt like dying that way? So, for instance, if you were shot, what did that feel like as you were dying? If you were drowning, what does that feel like? Sure. I mean... Anything, oh, I can't even start talking about suffocation. It gets really bad. I get really nervous. I don't want to suffocate. Okay. You have a paper bag I can blow into. I'm uncomfortable. Why are we talking about this stuff? How did we get here? I don't know. Um, no, I oh, mean, they're going to make bigger no, bathrooms meant, for airplanes. I meant my pants are too tight. I'm uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to get that suffocating feeling. Yes. Anyway, yeah, thanks for the reminder that we could die today, everybody. Make good choices. There is a 42-day cruise that's going to sail from Florida to Europe. Europe. Then to the Middle East next year. Would you go? Holland America's 42-day ultimate Mediterranean and Atlantic Passage cruise will make 16 stops, including Greece, Tel Aviv, Morocco, and more. That sounds amazing. Apparently, Holland America has a legendary voyages section of their, their their fleet, their cruise fleet. And these are longer cruises ranging from 25 to 59 days. Travelers who board the company's Valendum ship will first sail to the Azores shores before heading over to Tangier, Morocco, and then on to Italy and Greece, where they will have the opportunity to visit cities like Florence, Rome, Athens. <gasps> this cruise, sounds amazing. I'd love to send you on this. The cruise will then uh, head to... Uh, let's see here. Then going to head down to Israel 
where guests can explore Tel Aviv and Jerusalem before making its way to Egypt and Tunisia. How many days? 20, 42. 42. 42 days. Okay. So that's. And then you'll go to. 10 days. Wow. Mm. Take a minute. You'll then make a stop in Egypt. Oh! I'm just saying. Really? 42 days. There was a pregnant pause there before you figured out on that chalkboard. Oh, that's a month and a half. I'm trying to figure out how much time I need off from work. Oh, I'm sure you have that much banked. Hey, boss. <laughs> 42 day cruise. Hey, but you could broadcast from the hey, ship. You've done it before. Donna, that was different. Wanda made me do it. Hmm. No, I'd love to get or, or have you go away for 42 days. That'd be nice. I think it'd be, I would, I would be, be relaxed. It'd be a vacation for both of us. Amazing. But then you go to Tel Aviv, you go to Greece, Athens, Florence, and then you return to Florida. Yeah, there's that. It's a little yeah. re-entry. Re-entry you after a vacation that? is tough. That? Okay. Let's play a game. All right. 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. Oh, hi, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. Hey, Thanks, Steve. You know, I've learned a lot about personal injury cases from Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. One of the things that I've learned is how uh, things like talking on your phone, you know, using your your hand to talk on the phone or a low speed car accident, for example, can really dramatically change someone's life. Think about that. At Bradshaw and Bryant, they can't change what happened, but their experienced personal injury attorneys will work really hard for you to help you obtain the financial compensation you deserve. Clearly, a settlement can't undo what happened, but it can definitely provide resources you may need to cover medical bills, lost wages, future rehab costs. And that's not even to mention compensate you for your pain and suffering and emotional distress. Here's what you should do. Set up a free consultation with Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. You could find him today at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. That's MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Good morning. Yeah, we're back. It's Donna and Steve. It is time for me to whoop some butt. Time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. That's what I like to hear, Donna. I'm going to whip some butts. There you go. That is what we're going for today as we are playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Steve with a 78 to 73 lead in the game. And uh, there's a movie dropping today. Yeah. The movie is called Haunted Haunted Mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today is College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and it's a lot easier than it sounds. It's about haunted mansions in pop culture. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hmm. And we got Amy on the line to play with us. Hey, Amy, how Hi, are Amy. you? Hey. I'm good. How are you? Nice. What's going on with you? Where, where are you calling from? I am calling from Cottage Grove. I am playing hooky from work today. Oh, Cottage Grove. How nice. Yeah. When you aren't playing hooky, what line of work are you in? Um, I work for a private family office. Okay. That sounds well, sketchy. Like a wealth office. Yeah. Ooh. I manage the money. Oh, I bet you see so much money. You see so many money I, things. I don't get to see it, but I virtually see it. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. You see where it's coming, where the balances are. That's exciting. Are you an accountant? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, 
a, a specialist, like a investment specialist. Got it. So I like finances. We like, yeah, we like do their money and we like move their money and She's send money sure. out. Yeah. This is a mob situation yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Amy, all right. So after you play the game today, you're going to team up with Donna or Steve. What's uh, what's going to be sending you into your weekend? What are you going to do fun next? Uh, you know what? I just picked up the dogs. They were on vacation at a friend's house. So <laughs> I just picked them up and we're going to spend some time at home. And, nice. you know, just hanging out. My husband's going to go play softball, which he's like 58 and scared just have to get on the softball field again, but we'll go see if we can end up in the ER. Yeah, yeah good luck with say, all that. Give a little rest before you go to urgent care. All right, yeah. uh, Donna yeah. or Steve, who do you want to team up with? Haunted Mansions. That is oh our topic God. today. Oh, my God. Um, I think I'm going to go with Steve because they've been giving him a hard time about the beard. Thank you. Oh, Thank nice. You okay, Amy, much. I'm going to go um, look for candy. Yeah, yeah, bring back some fun, chewy stuff from okay. Quinn's office. Sure. All right. Last Amy. night I had people voting in person, uh, even though polls had closed on whether or not I should let my beard grow or let it go. They were voting in person to me. Hey, I didn't vote online, but I just want to see if there's still time for me to vote. Let it go. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yes. I didn't vote online, but I was wondering if I could still vote right now. Get it in, bro. What do you want? Grow that bad boy. Come on, bro. Grow that bad boy. That's what I'm saying. Yes. We have to live every once in a while. Lumberjack by December. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, and you can uh, dye it white and you can be Santa. Come it's on, perfect. Man. Stevie Claus. All right. Here we go. Again, Haunted Mansion drops today from Disney. Haunted Mansions, our theme today. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. The said to be haunted Stanley Hotel was the inspiration for the location of this 1980 Jack Nicholson thriller. The Shining. The night in 1995, Whipstaff Manor was the fictional home of this ghost who was known to be quite friendly. Casper. The real life Rosenheim Mansion was used to film season one of this Ryan Murphy series. It was called Murder House, which also served as the subtitle for the season. Ryan Murphy. American Horror Story. Okay. Anything you like repeated? No. Um, I want to give a shout out right now to all my people. And all the the people. Oh man, all the people and your people. Awesome, man. great shout out. Yeah. Really a the, wonderful shout out. Drop the ball there. Um, Amy, you heard his shout out. Uh, before that, he gave three answers. How'd you feel about those? Oh yeah, they're all good. Uh, okay, sounds good, Amy. Well, that was quick and easy enough. We'll go ahead and grab Donna. Steve is Donna! feeling really bad about his shout out. He's, Come on in, Donna. Oh, go. she's got a box of candy. Ooh, gotta click my Invisalign out here. I'm gonna get some of this. What do we got, Mike? Hot tamales. Let's go. And Swedish fish. Oh, wow. Oh, she's putting them on the count, the, the table in front of me. She's dropped them out like Elliot did for E.T. Elliot. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, Wait, how'd it go? Well, we uh, got, extremely well, we, I feel like. We got 15 seconds of shout-outs at the end. So. Oh, no. I think you're going to go three for three, Donna. I think we're headed for, believe it or not, uh, tiebreaker. All righty, Donna, are you ready? Sure. Buckle in. Here we go. Haunted Mansions. We'll start off with this one. The said-to-be haunted Stanley Hotel was the inspiration for the location of this 1980 Jack Nicholson thriller. The Shining. 
The, in 1995, Whipstaff Manor was the fictional home of this ghost who was known to be quite friendly. Casper. The real-life Rosenheim Mansion was used in the filming of season one of this Ryan Murphy series. It was called Murder House, and it also served as the subtitle for the season. Hotel. Oh, I think that's right. I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. Oh, no. You know, American Horror Story Hotel, whatever, right? American. You need to figure out an answer. Ryan Murphy series. I think it's hotel. Huh? Just... American Horror Story Hotel. What? What is your answer? You need to you need to say your final answer. Can I read the question one yeah. final time here? The time is up. I'm reading here, it. open wide, Donna. We're spoon feeding you. The real life Rosenheim Mansion was used to film season one of this Ryan Murphy series. It was called Murder House, which also served as the subtitle of the season. American Horror Story. I mean, now I feel dirty. All right, yeah, let's run the through these. They're going to say we just absolutely <laughs> saved her. Well, I feel like it was a confusion. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. Well, it's a long question. It's yeah. a short timer. I got it easily. Ryan After 15 seconds, you have a sweet killer shout got out. It. Took a while to decipher the, okay, the Just for all, subtit- listen, for all of your irritating followers who email us after the show and our team, Donna, <laughs> I want you to hear the benevolence that we just offered It's fine. To Donna. If you want to win, you can win. Let's run through these answers here. Oh, no. Uh, the said-to-be-haunted Stanley Hotel was the inspiration for the location of this 1980 Jack Nicholson thriller that, of course, The Shining. Yay! Nicely done, both of Woo! you. Yeah, us. In 1995, Whipstaff Manor was the fictional home of this ghost who was known to be quite friendly. Of course, that is Casper. You yeah. don't see a lot of Casper anymore. You guys crushed it. Yeah, Thank for the you. first two. The real-life Rosenheim Mansion was the was used in filming of season one of this Ryan Murphy series. It was called Murder House, which also served as the subtitle for the season. American story, American Horror Story Murder House, the correct answer, or just American Horror Story, the correct answer. You guys aren't no. cheering anymore. Why aren't you cheering anymore? Well, because I don't know whether or not I got it, it or not. You give it to you. All right. I mean, you answered hotel, but that's fine. Listen, we all have secrets that we're going to take to our grave. If well, she you can sleep it, at night. She did say hotel, and then before the time ran up, she says American Horror Story Hotel. So, and then she went back to hotel, which is the difficulty here. Whatever. Because um, I, let's, I'm here let's for the tiebreaker. Amy's getting the Amy, shirt regardless. Amy can get the shirt. Yes, let's just, but Amy's winning regardless. You can Congratulations, have the score. Amy. It's fine. Let's do the tiebreaker. We'll find out him. the tiebreaker here, though. Okay. I said the tiebreakers for the point. What do you guys say? Yeah. Let's okay. Go. okay. Sounds right, good. Fine. So the tiebreakers for the point. Okay. Amy's already our winner today. Here we go. This actor's longtime wife just appeared in the biggest movie of the year. His always sunny face has been in nearly 150 acting credits. Steve. Since Steve. Danny DeVito. That is correct. Oh, Danny wow. DeVito. His okay. always sunny face wow. has been in 150 acting credits since 1970, including One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Batman Returns, and Twins. He's also going to be in the new Haunted Mansion was he movie. In, was he in Barbie? He was not in Barbie, but uh, Rhea Perlman, Perlman was. Oh, Rhea Perlman was. Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. His oh, longtime wow. wife. I so, took a shot in the dark there. That was good. We All avoided right. the controversy. Please save your emails. Congratulations. <laughs> no, email Amy anyway. and Steve. <laughs> hey, Amy, you got yourself a shirt, sister. I know, man. All right, I'm wearing it. Yeah, wear the crap out of that thing. And and guess what? You get to keep your beard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that? Yeah, oh, wow. that's what I won. Was the yeah. beard? Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Okay. You guys have a great, 
great weekend. You, you too. too. Thank you, Amy. Hold what on, Amy. Effervescent ball of light she was. Yeah, she's, she's got good energy. Energy. I don't think we have a tip today. Well, it's not a tip. It's more of a... Warning? Yes. <laughs> Everybody on the show giving warnings. This swel- Here's the headline. This sweltering summer heat won't let up until the end of September. No! Act- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The weather says. Why? <laughs> this is from Travel and Leisure. Uh, they say that these the lingering high temperatures could also have an effect on wildfires and hurricanes as well. Temperatures in the 90s could extend into the first few weeks of September for New York and Philadelphia, while Chicago could see the same high temperatures throughout the whole month, according to AccuWeather 2023. And I think that we would take the biggest cue there from Chicago mm-hmm. here in the Midwest. The forecast points to an early El Nino as a reason that the temperatures will stay warmer longer. Shoot. Uh, so... Not great, although at the bottom of the article, they say fans of sweaters and pumpkin spice lattes can rejoice that a big transition will occur in late September and bring a blast of cold air, according to the report. Here's what's going to happen. The summer's going to be super hot. It's going to last long. It's going to be humid. Everything's not great. That cold blast of air is going to usher in like an early winter. That's what's going to happen. We're going to skip right over fall. Like we're jumping over no, a stop. puddle. I don't want it. I'm stop just predicting it. it. I don't want any more storms. You're I got not... trees falling left and right all over the place. There were some really bad skies last night, but then I got back and there was, and, and I saw lightning, um, but I didn't see storm stuff in the Chaska area. So I don't know where storms landed last night, but the skies looked gnarly. Thank you. Good gnarly. Love it. You don't get to hear gnarly very often anymore. Gnarly, radical used to mean something fun. Now it means you're either a radical, you're of a, a oh, radical sure. political affiliation. Right. It used to mean that shirt is radical. And now it means something different. Yeah. I want that word back. Winds of change. Thank you. Hey, uh, I saw the movie trailer for... Um, a real life drama that we watched unfold between two celebrities. I really am into this. Totally want to see this. I'll tell you about that. You've got oh, you've got the list of of uh, even more Mattel toys. Yeah, that they we, want we to talked base about movies a, on. We talked about a few yesterday, and then we uh, we kicked it out because we had something less important to talk about earlier, and so we talked about that instead. But we will get some of those ideas when we come back. Hope you stay with us. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Good day, my friends. Stana and that guy. Hey, everybody. His name's Steve. He's a disaster. <laughs> we got Mike here, the Zamboni. Honk, honk. To clean up our messes. People are sending Donna photos of Donna now saying, hey, autograph this for me. Autograph. I feel like I'm, I'm sitting across from a real big wig. 
Is this what it was like to be Muss all those years? <laughs> That's a funny. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. I've just I've just been here a long time. You know what I mean? I'm like a turtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that just everyone's like, oh, there's Hank the turtle. How old is he now? He's he's pushing 70. He's been here he's since still, the zoo opened. He's still kicking it, huh? He's not yeah. not looking for another place to go. He's just always there. Watch how slow his mouth moves when he eats. <laughs> oh, what a uh, journey. To be a turtle, huh? Yeah. I do like turtles. But I, would I, you want to be one? If you could be any animal for a day, non-domesticated, what would you choose? I wouldn't want that monkey on my back. You know, as in shell. Oh, it okay. just feels very restrictive, but very protected know. too. Yeah, it is kind of cool that you could be like, "Peace out," and then tuck your head in. Yeah, but it would be a bummer if you're a turtle. <laughs> if you saw in the distance, you're like, "Oh, check that out. Let me go see what that is." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you lose interest before you even get there? Maybe. You know, some I sloths. Do, I do follow. Both turtles and sloths on Instagram. I think a leading cause of death for sloths is they fall out of trees while sleeping, I think. There's lots of videos of people picking sloths up from like the side of the road and putting them back into a tree. And then sometimes they wave to say thanks. I doubt they're waving, Donna. They're probably just getting tired and lost their grip. They're waving. They're not waving. You don't know. I don't think you know either. Anyway, you're missing out if you're not following. There's a turtle that I follow who's got a dog friend and he sleeps, you know, in a little house outside. And every morning he goes to look for his dog friend at the glass window. Anyway, I digress. Now to what we said we were going to talk about. What do you want to start with? Let's start with the uh, Depp Heard situation. Okay, so even though I watched most of this trial happening, this civil trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, uh, Netflix has made a documentary out of it. And I am all for it. I shall be watching this. Let's play the trailer and see if it interests you. Can you please tell the jury why you're here today? Miss Hurt accused me of abuse. My ex-husband is suing me. Brutal, cruel. This is humiliating for any human being to go through. And all false. Amber Heard forever changed Mr. Depp's life and reputation. Behind the fame, you're going to see who the real Johnny Depp is. Depp was the one who wanted the cameras in the courtroom. She didn't. I would argue it's a PR campaign disguised as a defamation case. There's the man himself. It's been a social media circus of commentary from creators and influencers. Did you commit any kind of prank? Absolutely not. On my side of the bed was human fecal matter. away from a news story or a lawsuit and it's transformed into a cultural moment people are live tweeting people are live streaming where does it end the engagement is phenomenal videos can be very easily manipulated and republished we're being influenced by bots interacting with bots 
Johnny Depp is clearly winning right now in the court of public opinion. I've never been so scared in my life. She's acting. This trial is about so much more than Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Why are we all so fascinated with this case? Because they're famous, because of the details. What did the jury see? It just kicked me. It didn't happen. I don't know who to believe. I was hitting you. Ms. Heard, Mr. Depp is your victim, isn't he? This is not so much about the legal merit, but rather what the public perception is. And that leads us to the real question, which is, what is the actual truth? Come on. Doesn't that look good? That's a good, that was a good trailer. August good 16th, trailer. by the way. Uh, Netflix. Okay. I'm yeah, interesting. It. I like the, uh, the, what I found most interesting there was the one line that says, now we have bots interacting with other bots. Yep. I, you know, I've long distrusted Twitter. The, the trending stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, always yeah. feel like, who's... Who's making things trend? You know? Yeah, like, are we being manipulated? uh, Probably, right? Probably. Got alien pilots flying in here now. Oh, man. All bets are off. All bets are off. All bets are off. By the way, AI, as we know, is a huge concern for um, striking actors and writers. And... um, it looks like studios are quietly hiring AI specialists during the strike. Uh, Disney, for example, is hiring at least half a dozen AI jobs with six-figure salaries. Netflix recently posted an ad for an AI uh, product manager position that pays up to $900,000. Amazon and Apple have uh, dozens of jobs open and Sony is looking for an ethics engineer for its Sony AI America division. So those are high paying jobs. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, they're cutting employees in their own divisions. Yeah. And whatnot. It's it's crazy. <laughs> the robots are taking over. <laughs> Listen, the robots are coming. The aliens are coming. What do we do now? Go see Barbie? Hide? I don't know. They'll find us. They will. You know what I would find almost scarier than a super intelligent robot takeover? Would be like a Roomba takeover. <laughs> so if if they were coming after you, but not necessarily in the straightest line possible, <laughs> they bumped into the chairs a couple times, that would actually ratchet up my anxiety in that moment. Rather than one, he comes straight at you, you're a goner or whatever. But, but if you were in your, if you were in, imagine you're in your room, your, your, your living room. And I said, all right, if in the next five minutes that Roomba makes contact with you, you're dead. And then there he is bumping into the end table, going a long way around the couch. Oh, now he's coming toward me. Now he's going in reverse. But at least your floor will be clean. Even if you do croak. This is how you prepare your loved ones. That's right. You know, what is it's it? Called, Swedish death cleaning? You got it. This is what we're... Did we just write a screenplay? I think so. Hey, we're not scabs. Easy, <laughs> we're not scabs. But these ideas are percolating. I like it. Mattel is thinking about doing some more movies. Uh, Zamboni was talking about this yesterday. Let me run through the list as we see it now. Some we've already mentioned, but Barbie, under the Mattel umbrella, have they have huge success, and apparently these are already being worked on. Barney, the big purple dinosaur. Polly Pocket, which we've talked about, written and directed by Lena Dunham. 
So far, crickets. Starring Lily Collins. Hot Wheels. Nah. That'd be fun. We've seen cars. All right, and that's a fair critique. Yeah. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That could be fun. American Girl. Sure. It'd just be another Barbie movie. No, I like, gosh, you're in a zone right now. Stay, stay here. Okay, I'm Let's keep going. Let's Magic go. 8 Ball, we mentioned yesterday. Love it, love okay. it. That's from the writer of Cocaine Bear, by the way. Oh, that ought to be good. Masters of the Universe. Don't know what that means. Major Matt Mason. This is an old astronaut toy from the 60s, and Tom Hanks is starring. I'm Major Matt Mason. <laughs> All right, I'll move on. Uno? What do you do with that? Draw four. Okay. Didn't Uno recently say that if you get a draw two, you can't follow that up with another draw two to make the next person draw four, that it stops with a draw two? I stopped listening at Uno. Viewmaster, (laughs) Matchbox, and Thomas and Friends. These are all movies that are under the Mattel umbrella that they're working on. They're actually working on these? Yeah, Tom Hanks is like already in one of them. That's amazing. Lily Collins in one of them. amazing. Love we it. are going to play a rerun of our last hour from some other time. <laughs> and we are going to get the hell out of here. Yeah. We got Friday vibes. All right. We want to hear from people who collect toys. Give us a call. 888-900-3393.